the boys, the lads, the dudes, We are here at the Boys Cast. This is the special episode. We got MTV Jesse in the building, and our producer is not here because, as we just told you, he got in a almost potentially fatal car crash. We don't, not really rocked. sure. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope he got. Potentially our IP. That but, joke's not going to be funny if no, 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 no we're going to have to edit. Also, yeah. it's not going to be funny if he's editing this in a neck brace. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's, he's in the full thing. We're like, ooh, ooh. If he's watching this, yeah. This guy sucks. Dude, so, but he's he zips around in a scooter in New York. And we're, I was just saying, like, but most of the time, if I'm on, when I drive home on a bike, I mostly almost die. Yeah. So I probably do it once every two weeks and it's, rare and mostly i almost die and he said go most people that drive a scooter in new york like eventually have a story there's no 60 year olds ripping around on scooters yeah no that's true like you eventually have something where you either get hit you get close to hit you go time to fucking retire that thing i think it's a real thing like if you actually bike every day the few people i know who do it are like one or two times they've been hit by a car they don't make it very long that makes me just like not wanna yeah hell yeah i like almost tore my acl walking yesterday in the rain you're getting old now, dude there i I smoked my knee like last year because they have these giant steel like on the sidewalk they'll have these like suit like these thick steel things that they like cover pieces of the sidewalk and when they're wet and and it was soaking wet and i was walking i stepped on it and my like one uh leg just like slipped totally like a lunge like a lunge yeah Yeah. a deep lunge and my right knee just smacked it and like it's been kind of like fucked ever since. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. This city, this city, this city is. Yeah, this, like, this city is a real like uh, death trap. Well, we have. Yeah. There's a there's a whole bunch of shit that I feel like I want to ask you about because this is the first time we met. Yeah. But like I've seen your stuff like forever. Um. But the recently I even heard you on something where because when I talked to you on Instagram I was saying that like it's fun whenever I hear you because you have so much you guys you guys sort of like brought the Canadian slang shit to America. Yeah. And you'll hear so many people be like. Oh, that was just like they'll say it's hockey slang, and you're just like, no, it wasn't hockey slang. Like, but you guys sort of made it that way, where they'll be like, oh yeah, it's like American frat shit, and you're like, no, it's like. I actually wonder that sometimes, and I don't want to. I want to be modest about it, but like, I really do think that that frat boy Canadian slang, like, to us to a degree, is like brought here because we kind of started oh, saying. Sure. But that. it wasn't it frat boy frat. shit in Canada. No, it was just. Like small town. Like, yeah, it was like yeah. hockey. Like, yeah, we played hockey. It was like that kind of energy, but it was also like everyone. Would just talk but you said one recently you were just like oh but you taking the tarp off and i was like fuck that <laughs> yeah, was tarps off <laughs> tarps off tarps <laughs> should, should we do tarps off tarps <laughs> off for the pot you never want to do tarps off <laughs> you know even nobody doing jujitsu nobody wants to see that he's doing so much karate he wants to get the tarp off. i'm always trying to get my tarp off <laughs> <laughs> that's what <laughs> it doesn't even make sense I'm like, that's what you spend that time in the dojo you're like let's get these fucking tarps off oh if you work for it and you've been fat for so long <laughs> Dude, Dude I will tell you, I've been sort of uh, pretty aggressively working out like three, four times a week and like eating super right. Fuck and yeah. I'll tell you what, there is a part of me when I start doing sketches, I'm like, I mean, there could be a shirt off sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if we're at a pool? You start thinking, you're just like, well, you can, I'm not posting, yo, look at this, yeah, like yeah. a psychopath. But I mean, if we happen to be at a pool in a sketch. <laughs> I've noticed that with like, it's like when we market like the Sunday drops and shit we're working on, like, yeah. I just have to talk about a product whenever I'm hyped about a product. 
but I'm just shirtless all the time now. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, like, I feel like people are just like, he's ripping his shirt off for everything he's doing. And I'm like, and it's kind of funny because I don't look that great. <laughs> like I'm still a potato, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Getting there. Dude, uh, the, another one, like you'll, you'll be in small town, Ken, and you'll hear someone be like, yo, pa yo let's hack a dart. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just oh, yeah. I, mean, I thought I'm, darts was always a Canadian. It is, but uh, I'm telling you, you I don't it? know. Yeah, you Did guys, that start there? I want to say, I've never heard that outside of Canada. Yeah, that I, shit's for sure. Like, I heard small that shit town. in Honeywood, which was like, it was a, it's so small where I grew up. It was a hamlet. Well, there's and it's fucking. I heard darts, oh, where, and I wonder that? if it actually came from there. That'd be crazy. From Honeywood? Well, I definitely Honeywood. heard it all like all around when I was in high school and stuff for sure. Oh, okay, so it's old. Darts is great. Yeah. Darts is old. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's hockey players as well. But I think you guys had a pretty big part. I mean, that was the first thing that I saw when I was like, because I like when you were doing the. My buddy showed me the the uh, when you played hockey when you were like hockey scouts like that was the, oh, the yeah, original yeah. like i think it was just instagram stuff even yeah. maybe talking but, all like the the dads yeah who like want their kid to fucking get put <laughs> up to the ohl and shit dude like, i was literally you know, i was guys gonna go to the, le the I was show just back home and uh, you could probably go up a bit dj danny on the board wicka, wicka, wicka. this is what happens this is because ryan's way louder than me this is right? the yeah so this, is, this is the danger of scooters this is the danger of scooters this is what happens when you fucking scoot everybody scoot uh okay. scoot lightly but the one okay i wanted the, the first thing i felt like i wanted to even talk to you about like even in real life mm -hmm. was just because you're probably one of the most people that like walked away from one of the biggest things right mm -hmm. and then what you took like six months off and started a new thing yeah and you kind of said something I heard, I can't remember where you said it, but it kind of resonated where you're just like, there was a point where you're like doing sketches and you're like, oh, I just want to like fuck up this guy's day or something. Yeah. And I think about that like a lot with prank stuff where the dynamic has to change so much as you get older. Cause it's like, there's yeah. just something so, okay. If you're like a 15 year old and you're like fucking up people's day, it's like chaos. If you're like, if you're 40 and you're kind of like really messing with the story, like the, the dynamic has to be so right. So it's not even just in your head. Like there is a yeah. dynamic shift of being like a, you know, a troublemaking kid versus, you know, uh, like a 50 year old guy that's like rich. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, like I think the that's looking at the at from the audience watching yeah. a, a 15 year old doing like crazy pranks and being a dick is like jackass. It's cool. It's whatever. And then obviously someone older, it's like kind of cringy and sad or something. But then it's like. I think beyond that, because like I literally just shot a prank last uh, yesterday with Kyle, and it's the first time we've shot in like three years. Is that and the Fashion like, Week stuff? Yeah, the Fashion Week. We did like fake security, and um, he it, I, back. I still like like I loved it. It was good, but there was like still certain things that I was like, yeah, it's just we like for me, not even just like oh, how's the audience gonna like uh, pick up on this? But it was more like I just can't like. I can fuck with someone, but I can't, like, just be fucking mean. I just, like, can't. Yeah, like, and I mean, there's probably a don't. fine line with yeah. that, too, right? Where you're, like, you don't want to fucking, like, you don't want some person crying, and you're just like, oh, no. shit. Like, I kind of. I always, it's it's also true. There's, like, another part. I, I was kind of like, you guys know Danny Mullen. I think you yeah. did stuff with him. But I was talking about him about this, too. It's, like, when you were kind of young, your only move is, like, we'll get kicked out. Like, you know, not your yeah, only yeah. move, but it's, like, you know you can always just go crazy to, like, take it there. But it's, like not landing the dismount on that the more successful older everything you get it's it is more it gets sad again like what yeah. you said so it's almost like you have to replace uh just like young craziness with being good at things like your, your writing yeah. has to be better you just have to be funnier you have to replace like i'm wild with uh i'm good at this yeah like the art of just making 
the thing like if i can just make this person think like this is a real thing happening right now and it's outrageous it's more mental yeah they're just like what is this conversation or what is like that's where i'm like oh Me this too. is sick like and you pull them in you pull but you like then you give them a little taste of something that's very normal and then you fucking go back in a little weird and then you like yeah, and they're just like, am I just meeting there. some crazy person? And yeah. Like it's, and they don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, that's the skill of it. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're young, you're just like, it would be funny of, like, hey, why don't we just, like, fuck with this person until they get pissed off and kick us out? And they don't even, they see yeah. the cameras. There's not even really another thing. Yeah. They're like, they know what's going on. You guys are making a video, and that doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the easy route. Like, that's like. But that's when you're fucking 12. That's the only, like, I mean, you're not that good at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets, people want to see that, too. They just want to see, like, hit on someone's girlfriend in front of the boyfriend and then have him fucking swing at you or something. Yeah, like. for sure. Like, there's that dude who does, like, the gang signs one. I don't know. I've seen that. You've never seen that guy who just goes up to these, like, gangbangers in L.A. and he'll just, oh. like, throw these, like, weird hand signals? I think I have. Yeah. I think that I, shit's all fake. Is it all fake? I really? think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't want to... I don't... I hate that because people always say that about our shit and yeah, they'd be yeah, like, yeah. Hey, shut the fuck up. But, like... I mean, it is pretty I can kind of tell. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Those seems the one where, like, what are you just, like, trying to get? There was a guy who got, what, like, shot in the food court or whatever. Really? Yeah, some kid got shot in the... In Dude, the... I don't know if you've been paying attention for the last three years. The new pranks are, like, you Almost know... killed. I punched each <laughs> member of the Bloods. <laughs> like, they're out of control. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Like, this kid got... Went up to someone in a food court and was, like, started talking shit as like a prank mm-hmm. and the guy was like they got something and the guy shot him in the stomach what the in fuck? a food court and like it was like in tennessee somewhere like some mall or something yeah that shit's sketch yeah like legit. i had a gun pulled on me in compton once at a kfc and i was wearing like a manager's outfit and holding a broom <laughs> and he just he like pulled up with his car came out and it was in his hoodie like in his like thing whatever he's like i could kill you right now or like said some shit and i was like holding this mop just like a big <laughs> idiot and my team's left they're all in the car and everyone like left and i'm just like well i wouldn't do don't do that <laughs> like, like, like let's I'm, not do that and then i was just wandering around compton until i could find a way home like it was staying in character yeah i just started mopping i was like fuck it i'm just gonna get to work didn't you get a you got arrested right yeah a few times and that ended up being a whole debacle kind of right yeah that I mean, like that definitely. I mean, it's like anything in life, right? Like it makes you change or grow up. And I think that like that bullshit definitely was like eye opening enough to like the second time I got arrested. It was like it wasn't even like the jail thing and like that. It was more like going back to Canada and waiting like nine months. Yeah. And, and like all I knew on paper was like they were saying like six months of jail, and I'm like, this is fucked. Like what, and what like, and, you, and what's the deal with? Because you're like you're not a U.S. citizen, or anything, yeah. And then right? also your whole life's gone. Like like yeah, my like, works well, in L.A. Like yeah, so you're so just like kind of mentally it fucking yeah, got me a bit. They said what, what was the one that you they said six months in jail for? That was uh, it was an inducing panic charge that um, I was in a Barnes and Noble wearing like a like a white zip up like fucking outfit like a painter's outfit oh yeah yeah. and then i had a shovel and then i'd fake blood all over me and then i was like asking them oh, for yeah, the I section of like where's the like how to clean up dead bo- bodies yeah, yeah, for yeah. dummies <laughs> and stuff that's the thing now i think that you wouldn't even get in trouble because everybody'd be like oh that guy's just doing prank videos well everyone there was like it didn't even work we were literally like oh this prank's not working everyone just kept laughing at me they're like oh, oh, oh. Like, yeah, whatever. yeah yeah and then like that's the worst it was probably some <laughs> bystander who was like yo we got a fucking code red like this dude's like looks fucked yeah, yeah, they rolled up. No, there's like, it's kind of, uh, Peter Thiel always talks about, he's a big proponent that like failure doesn't help, but I think there's, it depends on you're talking about like socially, like people that have never had like failure in anything 
in a lot of ways are probably, I think in stand up, they're better stand ups. The people that have had like failure, people probably like you more, but yeah. in like business that's, you know, if, if you're like a real estate guy or stocks and you like lose everything, it, you're just more afraid, you know, you kind of live with that fear, yeah. but probably there's depends on which part of your life is. And I think in that specific thing, when you're doing wild shit, Oh, is that fucking chew? Are we doing dip? <laughs> Are we? Hold on, I'm doing <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Where do you spit it? I got a cup. Oh, you do a cup? Hold on. <laughs> you guys want a cup? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I know. You got to do that. Dude, I did it one. I did it literally it. one time and fucking literally, I don't know. I don't think it'll go well. No, I'll spit in one of these. <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking Canadian podcast. Uh, Danny's pussy. You want me to do a dip? I don't do any nicotine, though. You guys are all doing nicotine anyways. Ryan's like on the fucking pouches. I like the pouches. The Zen. Skull Extra? Zimbabwe's. Those Zins are blowing are okay. up now. Everyone's doing them. Changed the fucking game, dude. Goddamn. Now I look less weird in LA with a fucking chew in my lip because they at least like. They know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. like, oh. That's farm boy shit before. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely got it from the It was the like the baseball boys. shit. It was crazy when they banned this in baseball. Yeah, I have like, to get that shit from like Montana. Why'd they now. ban it? I can't get it in LA. It's just like it's a bad. They're like MLB. They're like, we're like, you know, we're family entertainment. We don't want people doing like. Tobacco. I kind of get it. And then Chipper. Some kid like, looks up to like that player, yeah. and he's fucking spitting, and, and he's, he's like, spin, I want to spit. And then like, Ch and like Chipper Jones. I don't know if you remember that baseball player, but it's like no. his, his whole family dipped, and like a bunch of them like died and stuff, and Shit. it was like all this stuff, and then like he quit. But yeah. Well, anyways, the I was just kind of like when you're talking about the prank stuff, it's the same thing. Like when you're young, you're like, so what? Something bad will happen, and then when it does happen like you get let's whatever it is you get beat up you get this it's just like now it's in your head like you know the boxers yeah. same sort of shit right yeah. they like a lot of those guys once they get a big knockout it was like fucking, i mean not, yips, to, not to get all too hockey on us but if you remember when eric lindros got fucking dummied by scott stevens mm. and he got like he was like a center ice and he said he's like i i was never able to skate in center ice ever again like he's just like i couldn't do it anymore it fucks you up well he got like knocked out unconscious and he's just like he's like i was never the same i couldn't skate center ice like he's like i had to just stay on the edges because i was worried that i was always in my head that i was about to get just like fucking destroyed yeah yeah so so what happened when you kind of decided that you were you're like okay i'm gonna walk away from this whole thing when it was crushing um i think it was like a bunch of shit and it was over a long amount of time but uh kind of said it a few times before but like quickly it's just yeah i was just unhappy yeah like just super fucking lost kind of like purpose for what i need to be doing and just like, la party life shit that was like starting it but then actually like by the time it was really like wanting to stop was when i was like i was just like hiding in my fucking i would just work and fucking then just like try to hide in my fucking room in like in a weird way like i yeah. just like i would like not be open to the world anymore i was just very i was just in a dark place yeah you're just like weren't into it anymore that whole expression of like you kind of like it's lonely at the top kind of feeling i don't want to i'm trying to be modest when i say that but like it's yeah i had money we had a lot of success we had the fame you had everything and it was just like but i felt nothing and it was like awful and i just yeah. yeah yeah and it just it's honestly like i talk about this a lot but like it is so crazy now to like think back and be like like it was like the best decision I've ever made, and just like I'm just like so much happier every day, and I love I love my life now. Like yeah, it's you're like, like so sick. My like, normal Tuesday looks good. Yeah, like it's just like I feel like old me wouldn't have just like when you just hit me up to come do the pod, like I wouldn't have like I would have like I don't know I was just so like, closed uh, off. Like I, yeah. yeah, but I guess I was also just like every day was so fucking insane that like I was only happy when I was like and it was like quiet. 
and that could be alone. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean? guess when you're doing these pranks, like all these videos and shit, you're just like, there's so many more uncertain things in your life, right? You're like, you almost have this like anxiety. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. How does this shit wind up? Like, there's also maybe something with like a human where you almost need to have like a next journey that you're trying to like hundred percent. Cause yeah. I always find like, sometimes you're, it's like really, it's a lot easier mentally to like work really hard to try to get something. Mm -hmm. But like, it's harder to like work really hard to kind of stay the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, it's like 70 hours, the hardest thing, whatever it is you're doing. You're just like, it's so hard. And you're like, the end goal is I'm just, nothing changes. Yeah. Like, you it know becomes I mean? your identity. And then yeah. you're now changing your fucking identity. And it like, it's just scary. Like people get stuck in their like comfortable space that even if they're not happy, like, and I feel like that, like that's connected to like, if you're fucking married or you're like anything, like, whatever, like whatever you're doing, you're not happy, but you're like, no, this is my life and I have to like deal with this. Yeah. I but, just got to trudge through. Yeah. And I just think that, I mean, especially with Sunday and the team, like we're kind of, cause we all kind of have the same story kind of like that. We all took a jump, took a leap and it like kind of a message that we're trying to like push into our content and stuff like that is just like not being afraid to like suck at something, not being afraid to like make a change if you're not happy. It's like, yeah. Cause it, I don't know, man. I've done it so many times in my life. Like, I try to look at this shit like it's just chapters. Yeah. Instead of just like, this is who I am and this is what I do. It's like, and I don't know. I'm just like, it makes sense to me. And I just think for other people, there's just, dude, there's so many people that are just like unhappy and shit. I know. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> fucked. You know? Yeah, just like. Not to know, be dark. but No, but there yeah. is. I mean, even just like normal. Like, you know so many dudes, they're just like. Yeah, I hate my wife. I hate my job. Dude, like, for real. And then they come home and they drink their seven beers. And yeah. They feel oh, yeah. numb and then they go to bed. And the then dark ones are like they have it just waiting for them in the car. Like, you know, that's like when it's yeah. like like they can't even wait till they get home. I've had those friends. They yeah, go on lunch too. break and they crush a couple tall boys. Oh, yeah. And they, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or just like six pack in the parking lot of the LCBO. Yeah. It kind of is a little bit your personality based too. Because I don't know. I feel like certain people have a personality where like you almost need like a whatever it is you need something new going on the horizon you know yeah and maybe that's like you probably i'm i think you maybe have said a version of this but you're like even even if you're uh the new thing doing better is like gets you more hyped up than the old thing do, which is actually you know comparatively doing better you know yeah no 100 percent. is that why jujitsu was like helpful too because you're just like it's a new thing yeah yeah for sure because it was very hard to also like I've been a skater forever and yeah, nothing's really like clung, clung on to me like that than MMA. I just, I was a fan of watching it. That was my, what I liked. But once I actually like got into it and got a coach and like, I just became obsessive, just like skateboarding. It's I think cause it's like a soul sport. Like I don't need a team. I don't need, I can just go hit a bag. I can go watch a tutorial. I can yeah. get a good cardio workout. Like it's just, it's super dope. And I think me and all the staff are going to go fight like a street beefs in like two months. <laughs> what what's street I, beefs? Dude, it's like a backyard, like not even a backyard. You go to like Alabama or some shit. Yeah. And it's just a dirt floor with like, like construction fencing. Yeah. And then you just go there and you show your ID. They like, I don't even know if they weigh you. They just like pick a person there and then you just fight them in a cage. It's like Kimbo Slice, like backyard. Yeah, exactly. Boxing shit. Because I don't want to make it a big thing and go be a fucking YouTube boxer or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. like I 
have been doing this long enough where I'm like, I got to like fucking test out my skills. I gotta fucking <laughs> see what it's like. I want the experience. So what well, is um, kind of convenient because like, if, I mean, even if you don't want to be a YouTube boxer, it's like, that is the end trajectory for YouTubers. Now as you become a boxer. Somehow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they retire and just fucking box. Dude. Yeah. We were sort of joking around that that's like when you're practicing to be a boxer, it's like that you go to like boxing like lessons and they should start showing you how to make like uh, tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> like it, boxing is all about how to build your fame. So then you can get your matches. Yeah. It's a little bit that. Gotta learn from I mean, pro. Dude, even if you look at like Zuckerberg or people like that, they always have, it's always like, you know, oh, now he's a marathon guy. Like there, you need, he always something else that is not the same thing, you yeah. know? That's fucking beautiful though. I think life should just be about like constantly trying a new, like just start a new thing. and fucking, Yeah. But don't start a hundred things and not get like finish them, if that makes sense. Cause like I was really bad for that too. I would just try yeah. I'm like, I'll see anything and I'm like, oh, fuck, that looks cool. I'm going to get into making tiny miniature houses today and I'll go buy supplies. And then like a week later, I'm like, fuck this little house or some shit. But Dude, like, I've, I've, I feel like that's one of the things that I've always trying to balance because it's the most thing you're kind of like, okay, I'll try this. Then you're all in. And it's so e like if you're half decent at things, the first 80% is just so much gains. And then it's, you know, yeah. then like stand up was like that. Now you're just like, you work really hard to get tiny little increments better. Yeah. Right. Which is a lot less, you know, doesn't get you as pumped up. Yeah. So then it becomes like a discipline game. It's like a honeymoon phase. Of like yeah, hobbies. exactly. Like yeah, it's sure. exciting in the moment. And then for the first month and then, but then maybe you go too far that way where you're, you're just like, okay, but you do actually need both. You're like, how do you, how do you manage being like disciplined to actually stay in a thing, but also being able to, you know, walk away at the right time or something. Yeah. Maybe it's about like, and I'm, I'm like, we don't have the answers. We're, we're just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. We're all, I'm dumb as shit. I mean, everybody's like, nobody has the answers. Really. No, but I, th I think like maybe that's it. Like if you're interested and you're one of those people that just wants to try a bunch of shit, try do that honeymoon phase on everything. And when something does click, like for me, like it was MMA and it's like, maybe I would have just stopped and that's fine, you know, but yeah, that's yeah. how you find a new hobby. Cause like, I know like even like, my mom or like my dad like like i'm i always think of them they're just like very stuck in their ways and they've just lived this life like a certain life they want to do and like you just like want them to go like try new things so they can like build a, more of a life and it's like i'm just using them as an example but i don't know it's they're definitely my example too are they i always bring up your parents <laughs> <laughs> the oh can i i got you guys gifts Come on. Oh, I did. Nice, dude. Yeah, they're great. I got one. We got, we got a Patrick but David in the yeah. studio. I got one for each of you. <laughs> All right. It kind of reminds me of <laughs> the Step Brothers clip when he's like, mine's not movie quality, but <laughs> like one's is great. One's like, all right. <laughs> I know you guys have probably never seen this before, but I got you a hat. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Super yeah. rare. It says New York on Seriously. it. Seriously. Yeah, I can wear it right now. That does suit you. This is a pink New York hat with glitter on it. <laughs> Danny is finally how, reaching how his final look? form. How do I look? Do I look like a fucking Chinese tourist? It actually looks kind of sick. Yeah, you kind of look like... <laughs> you kind of look like low-key. You're trying to be like a hype beast. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I am a hype beast. Anything like remotely fashionable on you just looks weird to me. <laughs> like, it always just looks... Yeah, look I got Hugo Boss shorts on. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's about as good as I do. But yeah, whenever you look like you're trying like trying a little too hard fashion wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you it's very noticeable. So, this for you. Well, it's kind of for both of you. Okay. For here. Oh yeah, we can definitely whatever it is, we put it here. Oh, oh shit. Oh fuck yeah, dude. 
This is cool. So this is this is New York, correct? This is oh yeah. yeah. There's the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> this is New York. They're trying to clean the Statue of Liberty. I don't know if you know that. It's all oxidized. This is going beside the No Man. There we go. It also has the thing you can That's twist great, it, dude. and it makes the noise and it spins or something. Oh, spin it. The guy who sold it to me explained it very well. <laughs> he kept trying to upsell me and showing me like Statue of Liberties and shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm good. Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm browsing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Oh, they got, they got no chill around in this part of town. No, he would not leave me alone. No, the point no, where no, I was no. like, yo, I'm looking around. I'm good. And he's oh, like, yeah. we have V-neck. Where's the thing? <laughs> I love New York. Actually, you know what oh. I want to tell you? The because I was with uh, Nathan McIntosh last night, super funny uh, Canadian comedian, and he. He told me, he goes, the most Canadian thing ever he's telling me, and I feel like he like it. Do you remember when the the guy in the Greyhound cut the guy's head off? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, so the, in Canada, this guy in the Greyhound cut a guy's head off. He ended up doing, like, two years. Yeah, they, well, because they were, he was the real, like, um, like, he had mental issues or whatever, so, like, he wasn't, like, saying, criminally saying mm, or whatever. And he so goes, he said he heard someone talking about it, and he goes, oh, you remember when Buddy cut Buddy's head off? <laughs> <laughs> When buddy, did, when buddy cut Buddy's head off. Did he literally remove the head from? A yeah, body he like fully? dude. He was on a Greyhound in Winnipeg, and like went. This kid was sleeping, and he just went and like with like a fucking pocket knife, Bro, and cut this kid's head nightmare. off. And then, but the, no, that's not the nightmare. The nightmare is the people trapped on the bus with this guy while he's just doing it. And then they like stopped the bus and everybody just like ran off and like, you know, some fucking somewhere in the middle of Manitoba or whatever. And like uh, and then they were all just like waiting on the side of the road for like the cops to show up. And he was just like on the bus, just like fucking finishing the job, I guess. God. And they like, yeah, they let, he didn't do very much time at all. If someone cut my head off, I'd be fucking pissed. Not. No. Yeah. Dude, I do not, not know how cool to make this all. work, but this, there, there is like, there must be a button somewhere. I'm going to take a quick second from this special extra episode to tell you the tickets for my UK tour are on sale tomorrow. The Across the Pond tour, which is coming to London, Antwerp, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Oslo, Stockholm. And you already know, but New York just was a sold out show, but we got Tacoma coming out. Vancouver doing a theater, Kansas City, Omaha, Edmonton, Los Angeles, Irvine, San Jose, which is an awesome theater as well. Phoenix. Toronto, which is more than half sold out, and that is three months away still. Perrysburg, Columbus, Liberty, Dallas, Baltimore, Winnipeg, San Diego. And we are very close to episode two of the Bugman versus Bugman. Yes, we are. On the patreon.com slash the boys cast, where we do an episode every single week. A lot of these other people are doing every two weeks, every four weeks. We're doing an extra episode every week. And if we have a guest, it's just me and Danny that week. So. Uh, go to patreon.com slash the boys cast. Watch the first bug man and you'll see the second one very soon. Okay. Also, I got to let anyone in the GTA know that a bunch of my funniest friends are putting on a huge festival. So it's a show called laughing loud, but it's more than just a show whole big multi-floor immersive event. They got prizes, food, art, chefs. So laughingloud.com. Paul Thompson's been on the pod. You guys know him. So definitely check that out if you're anywhere around the GTA. It's like a bunch of the funniest people that I know. Can we talk about Sunday a bit? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you guys... Because, okay, so from my understanding, mm -hmm. I know you're making content. It is a clothing apparel line mm -hmm. and then also you are not helping like not advising what's the word like, like consultancy? consulting oh. aren't you like consulting on like big projects content wise too or something yeah kind of that's that like kind of a lot of stuff it is it's like i'm kind of just calling it like a creative agency but um and it's very complicated that's why it's kind of cool to hear like what you think it is yeah. but like because like i'm slowly like 
working on marketing of zoning in what is exactly what it is. it is and it's really kind of falling into place now but um i would say that yeah so sunday is the whole agency but sunday clothing wise is the catalog so sunday is basically like i've been doing this for like 10 years building fucking clothing lines and designing and shit and there's a thing called printables and yeah. it's basically what everyone runs their blanks on and they're all kind of shitty like they're pretty simple but like basically I'm just slowly making a new catalog because like no one's really dove in and done that. And um, I just want to make them all really like like, a new catalog of the original thing that they print on. Yeah. Like like, like how American Apparel was. Yeah, exactly. Like, so basically all the printables that are not available when I'm trying, when I was trying to design, I'm just like trying to create those. So like make the perfect t-shirt in my opinion. Like the perfect blank essentially. Yeah. Like this is one of them. Like this is called a twofer. And like, so this isn't actually in the shirt. This is just sewn to about halfway into the shoulder. Oh, okay. But like, this is just like a, a printable you can't get. So this just becomes a cut and sew piece. Gotcha. But it's like super expensive. And most people that have brands, like smaller brands or like um, say like creators, wherever have merch, they they don't know how to do any of this stuff and they don't know how to go hire someone to go do it. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no printable available for these. So one day when there's like a thousand SKUs that we've created, the idea is to basically um, grow up uh, sitting on blanks the like in bulk with these so that we can sell them to them too gotcha so basically we're just like opening up a newer more modern catalog of shit that we think's dope for people to use cool that's like the future plan but right now we're just using it for our own in-house brands like which is bloody sunday is like our streetwear brand so everything sunday that gets added to the catalog drops in our collections just in the green pantone and then bloody sunday can use those blanks to now design on and then any future like clients or other brands we work with can use those catalogs too. Oh, cool. It's kind of confusing. Yeah. yeah, No, that one I get, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, like most business models nowadays are sort of confusing because everything's like a step between a step. Yeah. Really? Because every, every simple thing exists in a monopoly almost now. (laughs) Yeah. No, hundred percent. Like every new company is kind of, you're just like, okay, we have a step in between these two steps. Feels like. Yeah. And then the like consulting part is, I don't even know what's really consulting, but we're just like been testing out working with, you know, building brands um, from start to finish for creators or for other brands or creating collections. And we're kind of finding the sweet spot between that and our media side, which is like creating shows for brands. Just because I kind of have this theory that there's so many, you know, dope brands out there that spend half a million dollars on marketing and like instagram ads and all that shit and it's like if you put 500 grand into fucking producing your own youtube show that like you know something like gq or something like that that's gonna like build your own marketing tool that can be forever you know right, what i mean yeah, and slowly yeah. grow so like the same way that like you'll see some brands like create a podcast around their brand or like grab two funny comedians and do a podcast but they're like powered by this yeah, company for sure you know what i mean yeah. so kind of feels kinda... like that's what everyone does now it's like the game yeah no 100 percent. yeah it is so did you and i guess you've been it's almost like natural because you're just like you already built a clothing you know brand and you kind of uh do you find that you do everything kind of the same as the way that you learned the original stuff like you, you built that brand the way that you got good at skateboarding and you're building this the way like yeah do you find no. that it's the same skills that you kind of learn in everything yeah it definitely overlaps a lot i mean i think everything from our past just fucking leans you into like the next decision or project you're doing for sure how many people do you have working with you right now it's pretty small i think it's like 10 11 people 
Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it's not small, but it's like the, from my past company, it was definitely, we we're at like 50 people or something like that. Oh, so. really? Crazy. And then you still, do you still own a part of, um, so you don't own a part of Full Send, but you own a part of the drink? Yeah, Happy Dad, yeah. And you, so are you, are you involved at all or you just own it? No, just own it. No, I'm not involved. Sick. Nice. Yeah, I actually <laughs> had one for the first time. They, they were kind of hard to get in New York, and then there was this, I found the, the tall cans at this place. It's pretty solid. Oh, really? Yeah. You like it? it? Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. Fun. I really like it. I still haven't tried one. Really? Fuck. You don't yeah. drink? No, I stopped uh, drinking a few years ago, uh, okay. but uh, might start soon. <laughs> might start. Do you think you might be back? Dude, New York's the hub of people that stopped drinking because it was an issue. Really? Oh, yeah. I would say the hub in the world. I've never been in a place where more people like don't drink, and it's like you don't even want to know why they had to stop drinking. <laughs> yeah, because it I, got bad. Yeah, it, uh, I, I, we know twenty five people. Yeah, a like lot, I don't, a lot of comics. I think it's the four AM last call. That's my yeah four AM theory. Dude, when I moved here, like we both moved here from Toronto, and like we moved here, and we didn't really know people, so we were like hanging out a lot, and I was, like pretty instantly i'm like oh i'm just like out till 5 a.m every night this is a lot like this is pretty yeah. fucking intense here that i mean that's the whole part of it that i just don't miss is like it affects everything else I know. like i get up at like 6 a.m every day now like yeah. just like i get my workout done get all my shit done by like you know 9 a.m i'm like walking into work and i'm pre like it's just like i have so much more of For my sure. day every single day i feel better from not being hung over yeah not being hung over but it's also just like that drinking that night before is it just led to like now you fucked up your diet because you went and ate pizza and you have barbecue yeah. sauce on your bed and you had to <laughs> do laundry and now you got like i've had some weird i used to have ranch next to my bed <laughs> i had a little mini fridge with a ranch that is very canadian and i would order uber eats i'd black out and order uber eats and i'd order like 120 dollars worth of chicken wings and then i'd wake up at like 12 the next day open my door and there'd be like a bag of wings that I forgot about that yeah. I ordered. And then I would just, I would slide the bag into my bed and then crawl back into bed and pull up my ranch. And like, <laughs> that's go goblin mode. That's I was, a a, that's I, was I was a little goblin. Yeah. Like a little, it was bad. Did you have, did you have like one, did you have the one, you know, the one night where you're just like, okay, that's it. Or was it more gradual? Gradual, but had some nights where I was like, all right, couple more and Hit i'm the out break. <laughs> yeah like fuck i was like laying and like trying to sleep in bed and having like heart fucking thing my skin felt like hot like i just like felt like i was like dying i'm like yeah. what am i doing like right yeah that's uh, one thing is uh do you know rob deerdick obviously i feel yeah. like yeah some maybe i guess somewhat of a similar story of like you know building all this stuff off originally being a skateboarder yeah skateboarders are pretty uh good track record pretty for industrious. you know yeah, yeah being industrious yeah i think there's yeah certain like i think band guys a lot for that too and there's just a reason for like because you're always like from 12 you're kind of running your own little business when you're you yeah. know, 12 years old no for kind sure of just what it, what it is but i remember it is kind of funny the way that he talks because he was like saying that he wakes up every morning at 4 a.m. And he's saying, and then Mark Wahlberg's coming out. I and he saw was that like, clip. Yeah. yeah. He was like, so this guy, I've, I've been kind of t talking about that shit on stage a little bit. The, the 4 a.m. But it's like 3 a.m. And it was just like, well, yeah, but you go to sleep early. So it's kind of nothing. Like, yeah. It doesn't mean anything. You're, yeah. not getting, you're not gaining more time. No, I was saying their whole life hack is you live on the West Coast, but stay on East Coast time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not I mean, there is a, a degree of a life hack where there's like, there's nobody to really bother you if you wake up early. Like there's nobody to really like bug you to like kind of distract you. I find if you do wake up earlier, so you yeah. do get a little more time that way just because you are going a bit off of like the traditional schedule. Yeah. So I guess in that, but yeah, for sure. They're not like, I don't go to bed at midnight. I guess there's 
like Jocko, who's like, yeah, I, sometimes I do go to bed at midnight. Or like, I saw David Goggins just posted something where he, he's fighting. He goes to like, it's so crazy. He literally fights fires in Alberta or in uh, British Columbia I saw that, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's what he does for like just to stay hard or whatever. He doesn't need the money. He just like. <laughs> He's a firefighter. That's just like what you do at the bathhouse. Just for the passion. Just for the passion, you know? But he's like legitimately like a smoke jumper in BC. That's dope, though. It's so crazy. When you do shit that's not for money or anything, Nothing. but just like, this just is just for a, my core to be like Just to be a stronger. fucking hard-ass dude. And then he's like celebrated. He just posted, we'll go celebrating the end of smoke jumping season by running a 50K ruck or whatever. And so he just like goes on a 50K uh, run at night and his wife is behind him in her car with the lights on because it's pitch black down some like you know just dirt road and he's just fucking running and she's just behind him like just crawling along for 50 kilometers i wonder if dating him would be amazing and motivating or no. like fuck i think they'd probably be, get annoying yeah. yeah i'd be like all right well he's probably grumpy because he's always tired yeah <laughs> <laughs> to my dad right now he goes on uh he does like like tours of europe like the like mini tour to France's, you know what I mean? Where it's like an 11 day bike ride and you do like 80 miles a day or whatever. Oh, cool. And he brings my stepmom and she rides on a bike with a motor. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, yeah, the people bring their wives e and the wives get an e-bike. They don't get like the sidecars. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're one step away from the sidecars, <laughs> but it's kind of an okay move. Yeah. But yeah, you because because otherwise you're just like I pro probably like the best to the best. some degree a hard sell to be like we're taking off for ten days. So all the funny because the guys yeah. do that to get rid of the wives, and then the wives are like, <laughs> oh, they just invented these uh, elect electric bikes, so we can come too. And they're just like, yeah, that's great. I got a side cart. <laughs> like, oh, okay, come on, it's very hilly. You're like, good news, yeah, this one rips up the hills. Yeah, great. There's good all this new battery technology. I can come too. There's probably husbands <laughs> making up excuses like, no, nah, yeah. you're not allowed to do electric on this. Yeah, path. yeah. yeah. Yeah, France, uh, France outlawed it. It's, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, they don't allow it. And the woman goes, oh, look, I just found that's a mistake. He goes, oh, I must have mistaken that a different country, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm going to bike with you. <laughs> no, they're not allowing females, actually. Another yeah. <laughs> law. Fuck. That is, that, I feel like another, if you want to talk about, like, you know, things that screw up your diet, that's, traveling is what really messes you up. Like, all those yeah. time changes. I feel like that's the, like, to me, the drinking doesn't mess me up as much because it's whatever. It's not like every night. It's whatever, you know, here mm -hmm. and there. But it really is. You do one night where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm taking a 4 a.m. You know, I have to leave at 4 a.m. for the flight. And then you basically didn't sleep. So then you kind of miss a night. Then you, that's the shit that I yeah. feel like being tired and just exhausted. Then that's when it's like, that's when my ranch sauce needs to come out. Because you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting vegetables when I slept three hours. Sure. Like, what are you fucking out of your mind? I think you got to like. Cause like whenever I travel, like I did it when I came to New York and like our plane, it had a whole thing. Like I was supposed to land at like eight and we landed at like one in the morning. Cause like lightning was hitting our plane and we had to like circle around for a okay. bunch. Like all the shit happened. Female pilot. Yeah. And again with the females <laughs> and it just, I like, and I have a thing where I have to like run at least a mile every single day. I have to do a hundred pushups and I have this whole like list of shit I got to do. And like, there was no good food option. Like I haven't ate, like everything was like, pouring in that when i got to this hotel it was like i'm gonna go eat some bad food and then because that's the only thing open and then it. i'm gonna go to sleep and i was just like i try to like mentally be like when you're on trips it's harder and you normally fuck up so like how hard can you go when you're on a fucking trip and like i just like go to the gym and go run fucking get my shit done right when i land like i just try to like 
almost try to impress myself when I'm on a fucking trip. So then you go extra hard. I go extra hard. You just gotta like, imagine kinda, David Goggins is about to call you in an hour, being like, "Yeah, Get your shit done, you little bitch." Hundred <laughs> percent. You're like, yes, Mr. Well, you Goggins. feel so much better, and then you go back home, and you're like, got your structure and all this shit. Yeah, it's, for sure. It feels easy now. It's like, oh, this is fucking walk in the park. I I feel like for me it's the the it's the routine thing. Like once I'm in the zone, then I'm it's the minute I'm off the zone, I feel like then I'm off the zone for like two or three days. Then I'm back on for like another nine days. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, you guys probably travel way more than I. Yeah, do. I guess you're in one spot now. Yeah, I'm like it's pretty like if I'm if I'm traveling like once a month, that's probably like a lot for me. So yeah, you guys used to. What, but you used to do all the frat tours. Oh yeah, we used to travel <laughs> like, like that. Back to it was impossible yeah. to get structure. I'm in like Sweden at one a.m. Yeah. drunk trying to find a gym that's open. Like fuck, it's just it was brutal. Dude, that shit's so. It is funny because like, tell me if you agree with this, but I feel like the like frat culture that exists in America is mm-hmm. like very you know popular. I guess you'd say even like Trevor Wallace, like those guys, he was in a frat. Like whereas. I feel like where you grew up around the GTA, correct? Yeah, I was born in Hamilton. I feel yeah. like where we grew up, like no frats are like it was a little like corny to be in a frat, like dude, hundred percent. No, yeah, frats, like I didn't, It's a way different thing. Like nobody, like, no one thought it was cool. It's the opposite of cool. Like I remember when we went to Guelph and we were like, you're like you're in a frat, like it was, yeah. just, it wasn't, it wasn't like America. You're like, like well, that was a, for me because I grew up in the country, so that was like. That was just shit I saw in American Pie and shit. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I never even seen it in person until I went to LA. But yeah. Like, it is funny that, like, we grew this whole company and I was this, like, I look like a frat. I'm, like, playing a character almost, but, like, I was, like, the skater, creative They're, like, kid. enemies like, almost. Yeah, all, yeah. Dude, yeah. All the guys I used to fight were, like, frat guys. Like, yeah. like that image of a frat guy. Yeah, like, like, the, like at the sports. time, it was, like, the Hollister shirt and the yeah. board shorts and the, the upside-down visor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shell necklace. <laughs> you would never catch me wearing a Hollister shirt when I was 16. No, we had one. I remember, like, I had one guy in, like, our squad who was a frat dude and it was kind of like like an eye roll but even he didn't think it was cool he was like yeah it would be like having a buddy that was a bit of a goth or something you know yeah. what i mean he was like i'm the oh he's the goth guy <laughs> it was like a weird thing yeah. it wasn't yeah it wasn't like, cool. chicks didn't think it was cool no honestly where i grew up it's bit, but in america it's like that guy it seems like those guys were like Everyone I talk to will be like, no, they like ran shit at my college. And you're like, ran shit? Oh, yeah. They'd have a party and like no one would even want to go. I mean, you got to get like beaten up to get even in these things. Like imagine like you're in Canada at a frat and they're like, we're going to beat you up now to get in. You're like, I'm good. I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) And it's 18 grand a month. Yeah. Or whatever. You're like, it's not fucking happening. And I think the other thing probably is another big thing in America where a lot of these frats, if you get in them, you make the... You know, you make buddies with the guy who's now going to be like the CEO of fucking Goldman Sachs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're like skull you're and bones. A, yeah, you're shit. in a frat in Canada. You're like, this guy's dad works at the hardware store. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, no, it's basically like we're <laughs> not getting anything out of this. Yeah, it's like legitimately, it's like nobody wanted to be roommates with us. It's like all the people who nobody <laughs> wanted to be roommates with. They're just like, I guess we live in this frat now. Dude, like, I'm gonna start. We should start skate skater frats. Yeah, cool. you guys probably yeah. could make frats in Canada cool somehow, though. Like you could if yeah. you guys really like set your mind to, it and you go like, "We're starting. they did." But I'm no, but I'm saying we're like frats are like America on par with America, like the way fraternities are in America. Yeah, like in Canada, it would have to start with a frat row. Yeah, we'd have to buy up street. Yeah, exactly, and then make a bunch of houses. Yeah, you need a you need a area. Yeah, we need square feet. <laughs> <laughs> You're already moving on the idea. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fucking, He's uh, like, they're, they're going to need a TV show. They need a brand. They need a logo. Yeah, you can do like a content house frat, something like that. It's all just like wired wired up. I've thought about doing a, 
um, like at some point buying a house and doing like a full send Airbnb because I just have so much shit from over the years of like yeah for that's like like where it's like pinball machines to like statues to like sure a fucking like West Coast Customs full send Honda Civic that's like a hundred grand and like we have all this cool shit and I'm like it'd be kind of sick if you just bought like like the, even that like you build make it look like a frat house yeah and it's like rentable but it's just a museum Bam like Margera shit. did a thing like that. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was talking to someone about this idea. Uh-huh. And they, they brought that up. Did he do? But he like I think his park? was like a little more like, <laughs> I need the money so you can rent oh. out my house. <laughs> oh. He was like, I think he it wasn't was, just for culture. It was like, nah. Like. I, I I think a little bit. This was we talk about Bam a lot just because it's like obviously I obviously I like loved him and it's just like yeah, last five years have been wild. Yeah. But I think that his deal was a little bit more how like a dude that needs money will be like rents at his house that like yeah his stuff's still there and he's staying like yeah. next door like his buddies he's part of the airbnb yeah but. yeah yeah he's like I, yeah i just made you know four grand from people renting out like vive la bam castle and he's like well, where'd you stay like the motel for 50 bucks i'm yeah. like this <laughs> yeah, is a, yeah, yeah. i'm making money yeah, yeah. he's like he's staying at a buddy's house or some chick <laughs> yeah. he's like one of his chicks is like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, go stay with tonight. a chick yeah, i gotta come over tonight is i got a rental where's he from again that's um I think he's from philly right isn't he from Pennsylvania? Somewhere like that. Because yeah. yeah. a lot of people like the Philly comics are like, I have a lot of stories about him and stuff. So oh, yeah, really? I think that's where he's from. Yeah, he's got that big skate park in the like barn or something next to it. Or Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. I can't remember. Someone was telling me some story where they showed up to his house. I think Ian. Ta- ta- was, no. no oh, oh, yeah, Ian. Yeah, exactly. It was here. Yeah, it was here. Yeah, where he's like fucking, they like went and smashed his mailbox or something. And then he came out and he was jumped on the hood of their car <laughs> and stuff. And like, really? yeah, they kind of where he lived and then fuck with them and stuff. Did you hang out with any of those famous skateboarders? Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. Quite like, is that bit. mostly kind of the culture that you actually are like the most tapped into right now? Yeah. I don't even know how. I could like, obviously I was just a fan of skateboarding my whole life and like. I guess as we grew with Nelk and opportunities came and like go skate at the barracks and then you go meet this pro and like, and I'm still blown away that like, I can just go skate with like any of these like pros, not any of them, but like a lot of them is just like, yeah, yeah. Being friends with someone that like I've watched skate my whole life. It's, it's fucking super dumb. A lot of those guys, Tony Hawk and Jason Ellis, like those guys are pretty tapped into the kind of like the comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah. That means Jason does comedy too. Yeah. And they have, yeah, they have their podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have one together, right? Yeah. 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 But I actually, I know I mentioned him already, but the Rob Deerdick stuff, like his watching his videos is like the, he's, he's the craziest dude. Yeah. It's like, he, he goes, uh, <laughs> what do you say? He goes, every morning, like I write, uh, he goes, I write my wife like a love letter and then I have these 10, th- like he, the level he's like, every second of my life is accounted for. Yeah, yeah super that. optimized like that. Just like, it's too much, I think. Yeah. You can't control every second. Structure's good, but I think you can, dude, everything is about fucking balance. It's like, <laughs> that's all I keep on like realizing over the last few years. It's like, you can't go too deep and then you're like you're now on the other side where you're like dude you're not even letting life just happen you're like controlling every fucking second yeah, and i love rub your dick i'm just well i've yeah. sort of i've i've like had problems with that too because like it's almost like addictive once you start optimizing yeah but then i sort of you know there's kind of the two paths because one you're kind of like if as long as like the really main things are getting done and everything else is messy you can really spend all your time like optimizing bullshit that don't matter yeah you know what i mean and it's like i feel like Okay, you, you just the littlest things. It's one thing if you're like, hey, I'm you know in New York and I'm gonna do stuff. But it's another thing if you're just like, here's my day, and you're just like, I want to get this most important thing done. Yeah. And it's like, 
having, you know, even like a phone call can be like such poison for your creativity or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like when you're even like recently, I kind of like got off tour and I was like, okay, I need to step away from things and just, I didn't know what I was going to figure out, but I figured out like seven things that made my life better mm. that I never would have uh, even thought of. Like even just big decisions you've made of like, I'm going to leave this thing and start this other thing or I'm going to, you never really make those big decisions when you're just like, well, from two to three, I do this. And from three to three or four, I have this. Yeah. It's like, you never have time to like actually marinate on something that matters. Yeah, no, I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. It's a little much when you're like, oh, like, for the next 14 minutes, I'm going to play with my kids. And then for the next 27 minutes, I'm <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. read. And then for 13 and a half minutes, I'm going to fucking draw. It's like, I don't know. You got to. I, I think he really does operate like that. Too. No, he does. And I think you need, I think routine. If I, I think I'm still learning it, but like you have structure in your life. You have routine so you can accomplish things. I think you can like calculate a day that you're like, yo, I have this, I have X amount of tasks I want to try to accomplish. That's all good. But then you have to also be able to like, realize that you're doing all that so that then when you are like even like for me like this new york trip like i came out here to shoot with nelk but it was also like i didn't plan shit i was just like this is why i worked for this like and yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean like is that gonna make sense like of course. i'm, I'm kind of realizing that as i'm going but like that's when it is it's just like you hit me up come do a pod or then like i hit up uh i don't know if you know kid super out here he's like yeah, a yeah, designer yeah. and he's uh when we were just like i think we're going to like some like fucking fashion show thing tonight tonight like yeah it's like being able to be like free to just fucking go do shit now and be inspired and whatever is like, I think, I think that's the balance, right? That's the yin and the yang. It's like you work really hard to have structure and be healthy and get shit done. And then you have to enjoy the other side of it or else you're just like, what are you doing? You're just trying to live long or something. Like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. you, you need to, you need to like, and then there is both. also the like intangible part where it's like, I'm sure that your best things came when you're just like fucking jazzed about something. Yeah. So it's like, Sometimes you like have that, but then when you don't have that, it's like the nothing matters if you don't have that. Like you need to find your like, how am, what am I? How why am I like pumped to kind of get up and do this again? Yeah, you know what I mean. And if it's just like, if it, then you're just going through the motions. And I feel like that's no matter what, that'll just slowly get worse. Yeah, that that might be the biggest issue I think with like even people like listening to this or people that like trying to figure out their thing or like add more things to their life is like. I don't know if it's just like there's certain people that can't help it, but be inspired and fucking be like, they watch something and they're like, I could do that. Or I want to do that. Or I want to get into that. And they're just like a person that's like, doesn't want to do any of that shit. Yeah. They don't see themselves like that. But I don't know. I think that's the hard thing is most people, especially younger people are just like, I don't know. They need like, they just need to like, I always think like when I was a kid, I like backpacked across Canada and that like really fucking opened my eyes. So I don't know. Maybe it's just like, you gotta like take a jump or a leap or something to risks. like, you just got to see more things and fucking feel more things. And then it like opens your eyes or something. Yeah. Well, that's the like action produces information stuff. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, it, it just, uh, you have, you're like, okay, that was fun, but I don't know if I'm that guy like, or this, you know, and then yeah. you kind of, you like eliminate where your sweet spot is sort of. Yeah. Do you know what I actually like, I kind of felt like this is probably over the last five, 10, maybe five years that I've like really figured this out about myself. But like the thing that gets me the most hyped up is honestly like sports docs, like watching like a doc on Jordan. Yeah. Cause I think that, yeah. I think the reason for it is whenever you're watching even something about like, you know, I don't know who would be a good, like Elon Musk or Bezos or something like that. Like someone that is, those can be like inspiring, but it's so easy to be like, 
it's not like actionable. Whereas like sports is so simple. It's yeah. just like the well, guys seasons. Like you would, yeah. You know, like that's the thing. Technically Elon Musk at you know, in 20 years could be like, yeah, everything fucking went bad for him and it all turned around and it's like, he's not maybe the guy he is now or whatever. Whereas like, you know, Blackberry where those guys are like that, the whole thing just fucking like imploded basically. Yeah. You know, and they're just like in this movie. Whereas now you're that's like, yeah, nuts. Jordan, do you were like Jordan won six championships? Like that's it. You can't take those away. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know it's definitely cool seeing. I love seeing people's like story, like where they started from, yeah. why the world was just against them, and then they fucking just like somehow found their way through it. It is sick. Yeah. No, I'm I'm like the there's probably there's there's a few that you'll get like conned into watching like Last Chance You and stuff like that that are like interesting, but they don't hype you up. Like you need like it's the there's the Jordan ones. Arnold Schwarzenegger one got me fucking jazzed. I haven't seen that. Heard that. He one kind of reminds me of like what you were saying because it is very. He was just like, you know, okay. I was started doing bodybuilding and I was like, there's nothing that's gonna stop me. And then he became the number one bodybuilder in the world. Then he was like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna be an actor. And then became the number one actor in the world. And he's like. I think I'm going to be a politician now. And then fucking one governor. Like he was just like, there's, he was just, here's three completely different things that I just, uh, rose to the top of all of them and then moved on. Yeah. 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 That is wild. Yeah. He's had like three massive chapters that he just, yeah, it's sick to me. Those people are good and a lot. Yeah. But, um, I think a lot, that's why a lot of those probably people that in my opinion, like were either skateboarders, athletes or bands, like whatever it is, like, it kind of is a little bit over by 30 most of the time. So it's like, you need another chapter. You just become like a, a like a cautionary tale. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like musicians, like musicians are the best at reinventing themselves. Yeah. Where, you know, like where they'll just be like, yeah, I'm just like a different guy now. Or yeah. Whatever. And they'll be like, here's the new, like Bowie or something. We're like, here's like the new version of me. And you know, that there's five years from now, there's another one coming. And like, it's just constantly just like these new. Yeah. Literally. Whereas like, you don't see that that much in like acting or stuff like that, but music for sure you do. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'm like, what, if if you take um, like those three things, right? So you go, okay, you're gonna come to the top in like sports, and then I think always it has to there has to be like a skill based thing first, because then everything like it's never it's usually not like the actor that comes. It's like that's why it's like you know you talk skateboarding or like a martial art or usually the first thing has to be like a very uh, like now you can learn everything else the same way you learned that. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? No, 100%. Like a skateboarding is very just like repetition, 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 the same thing over and over and over again. And then you kind of, you learn how to learn. Yeah. You know, a little bit. How to problem solve, how to like, yeah. it's, I could do, it's so funny to think like skateboarding also got into like editing and filming and Edit, exactly how to, I don't even know. I mean, I guess the skateboarding got me into like why I wanted to make clothing brand when I was a kid. And then that got me into like design and product development, like at the early stages. And then like, Oh, I got to sell these shirts. So it's like marketing and like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And then it, like, and there's probably a, a list of a thousand things that like doing Nelk for seven years was like taught me too. You know what I mean? And then now I'm on this next chapter, but like, it's like, they're all going to like blend into each other and then create the next thing that like, well, it's like kind of interesting, but also it also has a little bit like funny about you that you're kind of like you're just like, I don't want to uh, like do this clothing brand in the videos. And then you start a company and you're like, oh, maybe we could do videos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like You just sort of added it all back in. But yeah. I guess at your pace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of, that's cool. Well, it is. I mean, did you did you when you stopped doing that? Did you get the hankering? You're like, were you fuck? I want to make videos again. Well, I didn't. I did not that I wanted to make videos, really. 
I did want to continue the story. Like, I just wanted, I know that, like, I didn't want to just, like, design clothes in the background and then, like, go pay for marketing. It's, like, I know that the best way to create a brand is to, like, people aren't buying a brand, they're buying a story. And I think that, like, you just got to keep that conversation going and keep telling that story. So I just was like, oh, like, that's why, honestly, the first probably, like, 20 episodes we did of Sunday were, like, shitty views everyone fucking hated it like you're the comment sections why because they're just like what is this yeah i was putting five percent of my energy into it i was literally just like yo like i had a cameraman we were just like keep filming shit and then put it out make it look like an embedded series like ufc it was just like just be a fly on the wall and like film what's going on and everyone's just like this is the worst business model this makes no sense <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's doing like and it looked like that because i wasn't like painting it into a story that looks like a successful guy if it's doing all this shit i was just like it was like just continue the story and it's like now we're like this last month maybe two months of videos it's like views have been doing really well like comment sections just flipped they're now they're like oh fuck a day one sunday fan here <laughs> like it's like the same guy that told me to fucking die three months ago <laughs> but like i don't know it's just it was because i wasn't focusing my energy on that i really wanted to go create just like the best product and i wanted to test the agency and like just also I was free again a little bit you know what I mean it's like I've made money I've done all my shit I don't have to do any of this I don't yeah. want to retire I want to keep like creating things and I was just figuring it out it's just that I was documenting figuring it out too and I guess that's what got into the videos and then we kind of found a format with the Sunday show that like I'm super happy with now it's like I really do think that's like there isn't something on YouTube that's in this format where it's it's pretty crazy if it actually grows over the next five years to what I want it to be, where um, it's basically just the behind the scenes of creating uh, the company and like running the company. And, but that is the product. Like it's like, it's like the whole thing is a fucking advertisement to, yeah. our, to the brands yeah. and our clients and our projects. So like, like Gary Vee stuff about, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. It's like, I think like barstool sports have done like kind of like in the office thing and they'll mix in the comedy There's, it's almost like a fantasy factory kind of vibe but a little bit more business but one no, of the biggest problems that you had trying to start the company oh fuck tons man it's all it's been a learning curve the whole thing but uh probably narrowing down to what is important and what are the projects i want to do first that was like because i was just a little too free i was just like i just wanted to do everything because like yeah. i was stuck doing pranks and you know you almost had to design get your system yeah and i was just like now i can do whatever the fuck i want i got a lot of money i got like you know what i mean it was like i've always been just a creative person so i just like went wildfire of just like dude i was like writing scripts and doing like i was everything <laughs> yeah. like anything you could think of like i'm like you're like we're also a we're also making movies we have a car coming out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have a car in the works <laughs> at a factory in taiwan is taiwan a place uh, depends who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do, if you look at, uh, I know the lot of the stuff that you know Nelk's doing now, like they're you know out with Trump. And are you yeah. pretty t n tapped out of like politics shit in general? Yeah, I I just don't follow or yeah. like I don't. Do you I, do you think, think Canada's like, soft? Do you see the shit that's going on there in COVID and Trudeau and stuff? Kind of. Are you just kind of not even care about any of it? I definitely don't really care, but like, I think the COVID shit, I definitely was like, I don't know. I, I definitely think it's whack. Like, it's kind of weird. Just like pushing this, like, I don't know, being told you have to put this fucking thing in your body was kind of weird to me. I know, I don't know if that's like a political thing that people get. It was interesting. About, but like, I feel like it was just, that was, 
because you kind of always hear like you know Canada's a bit soft and those but like they don't really you don't really ever manifest you know what I mean yeah but then when like push comes to shove then you kind of see oh that's what it looks like when you're like a soft country they like you can't you just get fucking locked down and everyone gets bitched around oh for sure yeah like I feel like Canada has been in the news the most like in America recently but it's just never for anything good I know is it I feel like, like, like everything I hear about Canada are is here bad. like they're like people will have conversations with you here and they're like yeah you hear this is going on in Canada I'm like why does anybody know what's going on there and but it's always for not good shit it feels weird. Are you guys like political and shit? Like, do you guys follow? We that haven't stuff? voted. We follow that stuff. Yeah. Do you? But we haven't. Uh, I mean, do we're t- we're comedians that talk about culture. Like, that's true. It's Im- yeah, yeah. Im- embedded in everything, but yeah. uh, we're not like supporting candidates. <laughs> <laughs> you voted once. I've never voted. I don't know. You never voted in Canada. I've yeah. never oh, voted never. in my life. I've never voted, never voted once. Just Can I vote? Not in, here. In Canada, you have to be a citizen. If I'm, uh, I got a visa. Let me vote. No. Like half vote. No. Yeah. I mean, no, well, be, well, I mean, it depends who I you mean, ask. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my joke where I'm like, I'm like, I'm not allowed to vote. I'm going to, but I'm just going to get dude, a you show to up, vote for dude, me. Dude, you just show up. You'd be like, hey, my name is like Tom Smith. Yeah. And they go, who are you voting for? And you go, Biden. They go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> as long as you're voting for Biden. Yeah, as long as you're like, voting for Biden, they don't give a shit. <laughs> They go, yeah, 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 go, dude. Vote a couple times. Yeah, I'm Joe Blow. Died 10 years ago. Get in here. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight you're going to Fashion Week and you guys, you did the, ba- what was the bouncer prank that you did? Yeah, what did you guys was, do? Uh, I saw the falling on the stage. How'd you get in there? I wasn't there for that day. Okay. That was just Kyle. But that was fucking, he showed me the clip. That was hilarious. <laughs> I guess what happened there is like someone just got them permission to go to this, sh- like, I think they were just going to fuck around like at the show. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, like saw him wearing the wings. And they were like, I think what happened was like they literally, the people who said you can do it didn't know he was going to fall. They were just like, oh, you have to oh, walk. Oh, yeah, it'll be fun if you do a walk. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just like went and did that bit. But I don't know that for sure. But I And then what, did you guys do a bouncer thing? That, but it's not out yet? No, it's. It, I think it's coming out this Monday. They were saying they're trying to like flip it in a week. But the... It was like a fake. We did it before at Coachella. I don't know if you've ever seen that video. I don't think I saw that one. It was pretty funny. It was a good idea because like everyone there is like, oh, I'm a hot chick. I can go in any party or like, do you know how much clout I have? Like, oh, it's yeah. like a clout thing out there. And so we were like fake security, basically like stopping anyone from coming into the party, no matter what ticket you have or anything you have. It's like, we need to see how many followers you have and we need to see your activity. To make <laughs> and like, we clout just kind police. of, yeah, clout police basically. And like, it just makes people like, it triggers the funny. Like, I think at one point I was like, I was like, okay, hey, everyone who's relevant to the front. And then this one lady's like, we're all relevant. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. So, That's a great one. Yeah. We tried to do that here at um, like a fat, it was like a, I don't know if it was like a fashion show or a par- fashion party or something, but we just did a security line there. But uh, it went pretty well. It was funny. It was. Uh, it's just so many people recognize us, especially when we're together. Yeah, it must so be. Hard. You almost have to do costumes. Yeah, or like prosthetics or something. I mean, that's where everyone yeah. eventually gets to. Is like, if you're gonna keep doing this stuff, it's costumes. Oh yeah. Well, when we were so we we're sitting or in different countries, suburban yesterday. Um, I'm I'm in a suit. We're all in suits. I have a mic on. We haven't set up cameras yet, and we're staring at this line that we're about to go start the bit. And then someone's like right behind us sitting, like eating lunch is um, George. I always fuck up his name. Jorge Ma- Mazadov. Ma- Mazadov. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Our boy, boy Andre was hanging out with him last night, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. And we see him and he's like doing like a, a campaign for Instagram. Like his buddy's like filming on his phone. They're sitting at this dinner and like we're like, 
this is fucking perfect. I'm wearing security outfit. Like I should go fuck with him. Like, especially cause he like, didn't he like knock some, he knocked Colby out or like something like that happened. Uh, that I, don't, I know his last, he lost his last fight. That was the one in Miami. No, I mean like in the street, like oh, something happened. Some like behind the scenes oh, okay. shit. I don't, I don't know that. Or it's public. I'm not yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um, I just saw him and was like, Oh, this is fucking perfect. And then we were like, we we're about to run it. And then he like went into the hotel and I was like, fuck, that would have been legendary. Oh, but, hell yeah. No, that's sucked. fun though no dude i can't wait to see that well that's sick thank you for coming by dude appreciate that yeah thanks for your shit's me, been guys. sick forever i'm glad the new company's cooking yeah, yeah it's doing good for sure all right this has been the boys cast peace